Today we're talking about sales cycle length. Welcome back to Sales Operations for Small Businesses. I was having a discussion the other day and we were talking about whether it's easier in a small business to work on um, work with a company who's got a shorter sales cycle than with a company who's got a longer sales cycle. Now, for reference, I've only ever worked with B2B companies, so they're not like B2C companies where people just come in and like buy a blouse, for example. I'd quite like a medium sales cycle. Um, and by medium, in my world, personally, medium is something that that's two to three months. That's a medium sell cycle to me. Something that's really short, so an immediate turnaround, like I say, B2C, or something that's a two-week turnaround, I think I would find that too erratic. There are too many moving parts. Whereas in a business where you've got a two to three month sales cycle, you have enough time to truly develop a deal. I think Businesses with that kind of sales cycle give you as a sales operation, operations person, particularly somebody who's new, a good amount of time to be able to see truly what sales stages are, what's acquired within those sales stages, the kind of materials that people need to help develop a sale. Um, and uh, even where marketing contributes with their nurturing. Um and like how many meetings, how many calls are needed. I think that's a really good balance for, for you to be able to understand how much information, how many, how many, how, how much information a client needs, how many social interactions are needed between the salesperson and the client in order to progress the deal. Whereas when it's really long, for example, so I've worked at a company as well where the sales cycle was anywhere between six months and 18 months. When it's that long, if you're new, I'm not sure how easy that would be for you, because particularly with a newer business, there are so few data points. It's really hard for you to be able to try to predict how well a deal is going. There are it's harder on reporting because basically the numbers really don't shift that often. So when you're reporting and you expect to be reporting something new, you just don't have something new. It's harder all round. It's it's harder for you to be able to see whether thing whether you're winning or not. You know. Um so yeah, it's one of the things where if you are interviewing it it's worth like asking them what their sales cycle is or even if they know what a sales cycle is that would be really interesting because some sales managers don't know. Yes, really. So, again, as a cycle that's two to three months long, you can figure out how many meetings it takes. You can figure out how many touch points they have before you actually um, started off that opportunity. I mean, technically, you would maybe have more touch points with a longer with a longer sales cycle. So you would have met the person at many more events. But really, the sweet spot is that two to three months. That's when you can get the really all dashboards and data that, to be honest, a lot of the senior leaders think sales, that's what sales operations is because that's a lot of the output that they see specifically. They don't see the behind the scenes work that uh, comes of you setting up and confirming and, and really making very, very clear what expectations are for people for their roles. They don't really see that, um, but they will see those dashboards because they go directly to them. So that's why that's usually what's most important is being able to see those numbers go up because those 
those same numbers go to shareholders and things like that. So I do believe it's easier to work in a company where the sales cycle is maybe a quarter long, two months long. It's okay if it's a month long, but you're going to have many more opportunities. So, and again, it's just the data set is massive. So if you've got like a thousand opportunities in a month, obviously you're not going through every single last one of those opportunities, but clearly it's a more fast moving business. Whereas if you're dealing with seven (laughs) opportunities and you don't have many new deals that are in the pipeline, it's really hard for you to demonstrate your work, which shouldn't be the main thing, but it is a very important thing, particularly in the role that you have where it's relatively new. So you'll be dealing with different personalities and different characters in the organization that think it's just a made up job. All jobs are made up. But you know what I mean? Um, so, yeah, <laughs> I'd strongly recommend looking for um, a company with a shorter sales cycle. And then should you want to maybe advance into a company that has a longer sales cycle, then go, um, then by all means go into it. Um, I'm glad I've had that opportunity to be in a company with a longer sales cycle because it's taught me different things. It's taught me how to pace the level of learning and how to manage expectations differently, if that makes sense. So I hope that helps. You know, for clarification purposes, a sales cycle is the moment you've created the opportunity, so the opportunity created date to the opportunity closed date. Um, And I say closed, not just closed one, because you also want to see how uh, quickly deals close when they're lost and how um, quickly deals close when they're closed, not qualified as well, two different things. you want to measure all of these things because you'll need them. You may not feel like you need them right now, but when you start getting into proper analysis about what's going on with opportunities rather than simply reporting, you're going to want to compare these data points to each other to be able to say, well, when we go to an event, the biggest event that happens in our industry, and it happens in October, for example, how many leads do we get from that? How quickly do opportunities progress when we've actually met them or created the opportunity based off of that event, based on, then based off of others, for example? Because people go to events for different reasons. If you're actively going to an event as a, as a, as a customer, as a client, if you're actively going to an event with the hopes of finding somebody to work with, you're more likely to progress things quicker because it is pretty much all in their hands and what we do as salespeople is effectively persuade them to make the decision that they want to make. You know, it's, it's, you know what it's like when you're trying to buy something you don't want to be made a fool of. You don't want to make the wrong decision. So you have to persuade, not convince, persuade them that yes, they are making the right decision, figure out what's important to them and, and make sure that is highlighted so that they can trust that you can give them what they want. But again, I'm just speaking from a salesperson rather than sales ops, but sales ops also involves selling. So I hope that has helped you. If you're watching on YouTube, please like and subscribe if you liked this episode. And if you're listening on Spotify, please uh, subscribe there as well. And do join me every Tuesday from the 23rd of May at lunchtimes, because there'll be a half an hour Q&A session with me live every single Tuesday. And you'll find the link in the show notes. See you next time.